0: In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. <clears throat> it's really normal for us to be reminded of certain events that have happened in our lives, certain people in our lives when we get something that causes a memory, right? Sometimes we may, you know, hear a song, maybe smell a scent, maybe see someone, maybe, you know, hear something that causes us immediately to think about either something good that may have happened in our lives, something bad that may have happened, maybe a person in our lives that uh, we know. These things happen all the time. I don't know if it's happened to you, but uh, it's definitely happened to me where, you know, I'll hear a song, for example, and think of... uh, some of my days in high school, or whatever, you know? This is a normal thing, because uh, the human person has the capacity to, uh, of obviously memory, but it also has a capacity to be reminded of certain events. Now, when it comes to our spiritual lives, it gets kind of tricky, because it doesn't become as easy as hearing a simple song that reminds us of an event that happened in our lives. Because sometimes it could be Misleading where we think we are recognizing the right thing or we're being reminded of the right thing when That's not really the case. And what do I mean by this? When it comes to knowing who Jesus is Each and every one of us. I guarantee you if I ask all of you independently individually Who is Jesus? I'm probably going to get some similar answers, maybe more similar for the First Communion students because you guys are all learning the same thing right now. But for all the adults on the second half of the church, if I ask you guys, who is Jesus? I'm going to hear a variety of answers. Now, think about that. If someone were to ask you right now, who is Jesus? What would you respond? How would you respond? In a very non-generic way, right? Think about the way you would respond as to who Jesus is. Because what's gonna happen when you hear that question is you're gonna think about the things you've been taught, the things you know about Christ, the things you know Christ has done for you in your lives, the things that you've been told by your grandparents, by your parents, the things that you've been exposed to. Because those are the only things you know. We don't know things that haven't been sort of communicated to us. And the reason why I mention this is because here we have John the Baptist in the beginning of this gospel passage that I read today showing us how our attitude should be when it comes to knowledge of Christ. We all have a different capacity. We all know Christ in a different way. But it's very important to know Christ in a real genuine way because Jesus, sure he's a friend to us. Sure. You know, he revealed himself to us as uh, a father, as a friend, as the son of God. But that's different than having a, you know, friend that we have in this world that we see or having, you know, uh, a relationship with our family members because Jesus is obviously, obviously set apart because of his divinity, but he wants us to know him in a real genuine way. And that's the way John the Baptist knew him. And I think that's one of the reasons why John the Baptist was someone that, his foundation was so solid in Christ. You know, Jesus describes John the Baptist as a reed that cannot be shaken by the wind. He describes John the Baptist as, you know, someone whom you won't see anyone else in this world that could be compared to him because he was so foundational in Christ. And I think one of the reasons why that's so, and one of the things that could help us understand who Christ is in a much deeper and genuine way is what happens here. So we see in this Gospel, Saint John tells us uh, John sees Jesus coming toward him. So first, he recognizes him from a distance because he has his deep and sincere knowledge of him. Because. He- So he knows something that was sort of forced upon him, but it was a free act of the will. So he notices Jesus from a distance. And this sort of helps us uh, understand in a deeper way, you know, seeing Jesus from a distance could also be seen as seeing Jesus when we might not feel that he's close to us. We might not feel that, you know, he's around us when things get tough in our lives. So first he he sees Jesus when times are tough, and then right after this, he describes Jesus as the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Seeing Jesus as the Lamb of God is also seeing him as someone that will sacrifice everything for us, which he did, because that's what the people of Israel would do during the Passover. They would sacrifice the lamb so that the angel of death would pass over their house. There had to be some sort of sacrifice. So he sees, he also sees Jesus as a sacrificial person in his life. And I think right here is the core of what happens at the end of this gospel. Because then he says, I have seen and bore witness that this is the Son of God. The only reason St. John the Baptist was able to come to the conclusion because that Jesus is the Son of God is he recognized him as the Lamb of God. These two things correlate. You can't separate the two. We can't just see Jesus as someone who died on the cross for us. You know, we all see the cross on a regular basis. You guys probably all have rosaries hanging um, in your rear view mirror. We see the crucifix all the time. We see Jesus as someone who sacrificed everything for us. But that needs to be followed up in a much deeper way. And that's what John the Baptist understood, is that Jesus sacrificed himself for us because he is the son of God who comes to take away the sin of the world. And what this all ties down to brothers and sisters is being reminded of this on a regular basis, just like we're reminded of things that, you know, we hear, that we see. St. John the Baptist says he has seen and has bore witness that this is the Son of God. The things that he saw and the things that he heard caused him to understand Christ in a deeper way, just like we, you know, on a regular basis are reminded of things in our lives. Let the same thing happen with Christ in our lives? How much, on a daily basis, are we reminded of Christ? Or is it that, you know, small time slot that we leave at the end of our day, you know, that we you know, leave time to pray before we sleep? Or do we meditate on Christ? Is Christ on our minds on a regular basis? Those are all questions that will help us enhance the answer of who is Christ? Who is Christ in our lives? and how much more could we understand him just as John the Baptist did on